Welcome to Women Beyond a Certain Age. Our very dear friend, Pat Greenberg is here today, the fitness gourmet. I've known Pat so long, I never even use her married name, even though I should, because I only really think of her as Pat Greenberg. But anyway, enough. Pat, welcome, and thank you for joining us again today. My pleasure. I'm so happy to be here as usual. I know. I'm so glad to see you. We don't. We haven't had one of our just phone calls in the morning right. over coffee for a while. Right. So I, I, it's just lovely to see you and talk to you. Now, here's what Pat is talking to us about today. If you don't know Pat, and it's the first time you're listening to Women Beyond a Certain Age, Pat is a professionally trained chef. She is a professionally trained a, a, a nutritionist. She has taught nutrition to chefs. She has written four books. We have been friends for like 30 years. We met through a networking group. And of course, we both lived in LA and we've been friends. But so what Pat has helped me, and I'll just start with me, and then how Pat has helped me is that I worked with a lot of nutritionists on TV shows, segments when they wrote, you know, TV segments when they wrote cookbooks and stuff. And most of them, I always felt were shaming me about my diet. Okay. And I'm not just saying I felt that they, I always felt ashamed around them. So then when I met Pat and I realized that Pat's whole theory about nutrition, her feelings about nutrition and life were much more aligned with mine and that taking a healthier stance and I just would change the quality of my life. That's what I, I love having Pat on the show. She, she talks about that. Now with all the fad diets that we all hear about daily, 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 but I wanted Pat to talk about gut health today. And she said she wouldn't, of course, she, she knows so much about it and she's researched so much. So Pat, after that lengthy introduction, let's talk about gut health. <laughs> you know, here's an interesting take on what we know about nutrition and health. It, 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 the effect on the brain is, is something we talk about all the time about, you know, how nutrition affects our brain. And we say, okay, you know, if you eat healthy uh, fish is brain food, um, you need to eat uh, your carbohydrates because it gives you the energy you need to keep your brain functioning at all times. But the, the, we want a solution for life. Okay. We don't want to say, well, I'm going to eat uh, an apple because it's going to give me energy to do this, or I'm going to eat, uh, you know, the recommendation is of course the, the purple berries that if you eat blueberries, um, you'll have, you'll stave off dementia. You know, these aren't as black and white as the media would like to, to portray to us, but um, there, there's some truth in all of this. And the more we go and the more we study, we see, you know, how, what we eat, how we live and what affects us in our environment on our brain health. Why is our brain health so important? Because it dictates everything that's going on in your body. But one of the things that is emerging right now as a focus of nutrition, specifically the research and the study of food and brain health, is the relationship with our microbiome. What is our microbiome? Our microbiome is the intestinal flora. You've heard that uh, term before. Microbiome, intestinal flora. And what that is, it's a layer of living bacteria that lives along your whole entire GI tract. Your GI tract starts in your mouth and ends at your tushy, 
Okay. And everything you do in your body, every thought you have, I know this sounds crazy, but we're finding this to be true. Um, every interaction you have in your life, what you eat, how you sleep, your level of fitness affects this microbiome. And what we did know historically is that if you took, uh, I mean, I'm going way back, but before we even had antibiotics, nobody was studying the, the intestinal tract and what it does. All we know is we eat and a few hours later it comes out and hopefully you've got all of your nutrition out of what you ate. It starts with dental health. It starts with stomach health, esophagus health, all the way down the intestines and, and out. So it's millions and now we're finding billions. It's an organ unto itself. The same way we have the skin and we have our lungs and our heart and our stomach and our brain and our kidneys, we have the microbiome. And it's that lining that sits on the GI tract that dictates your wellness. What I was, it's, it's amazing. It's a stunning to me in, in all the years I never, you know, when I was in school in, in my college in the eighties, uh, we never, we, this is what I was alluding to earlier. The intestinal flora was upset by antibiotics. So if you had a cold or you had an infection, you would eat antibiotics and it would upset your um, intestinal tract and you would get diarrhea from the antibiotics because what it was doing was having an effect on uh, actually killing what they call the good bacteria. Well, now we know it's way beyond that. There's good bacteria, there's bad bacteria, there's big bacteria, there's little bacteria, there's bacteria that absorbs nutrients and there's bacteria that rejects nutrients. And all of it is necessary um, in order for our bodies to be in homeostasis. Now, our beautiful producer, Cindy, had asked me, you know, tell us more about food because I'm telling you what the body does. And where we've come full circle as we grew up, hopefully, when I say we grew up, I'm talking people in their 50s and 60s uh, and beyond. We grew up with home-cooked meals and we ate vegetables at our meals. I even went to the school cafeteria when I was a kid and I got real vegetables. We had a lunch lady and the lunch lady made lunch and it may not have been the greatest food in the world, but it was food. Unlike today where your cafeteria at school for these kids is McDonald's or uh, you know, a fast food comes in and makes it. Now, what we know now about the basics, what are the current basics? Eating lots of vegetables, nuts and seeds, fermented food products, um, actually keep that microbiome strong. Then microbiome has a electric impulse and a nerve connection to your vagus nerve that goes to your heart and brain. So it's almost like you have another system. We call it like a second cardiovascular system. We have our heart and lungs, but the mi microbiome talks to your brain. Jesus Christ, Pat, <laughs> let me tell you something. The reason it's so astounding to me and everything you said, I didn't even know about my gut flora. I would say until, I don't know, 10 years ago was the first time a friend mentioned to me. And the reason why was she had had, um, she had the clamp put on her stomach, not the way you know what, it was you know weight loss surgery. And it's been nothing but successful. And she'd done all the research and she has kept the weight off and she's beautiful and it changed her life. Okay. So it was, it's nothing but a positive situation here, 
But she was the first one that ever talked to me about, the, I can't even pronounce the microbiome. word, microbiome. Mm-hmm. Microbiome. And the, so here, I was a grown woman. I had never heard that before. And now when I think about your analogy to the difference in, Amer- mm-hmm. in our diet, and also what's happened is we, our planet is so polluted that can't be helping That's our right. inner gut. Do you see what I'm saying? So I think that this is so amazing and such important information because I know there's still some people out there that don't know about it. Do you know what I mean? I, oh, no, no, no. It's it's like I said, it's now. Now, I want to throw a few, a few things out to you that make this real. Okay. What happens when you feel threatened? You have the fight or flight syndrome. We all know about that. An anxiety attack or a panic attack is a very real physiological response to a threat. Now, the first thing, I can't say the first thing. Everyone has a little bit different response, the stress response, as we call it. So you're in a meeting in an office and you're getting stressed out by the meeting. What's the first thing that hurts? Your stomach or your chest clenches. Now we think our chest is clenching and our heart is pounding. It is. Your heart isn't doing anything. Your lungs, your esophagus is constricting. When you've Mm. a gut feeling, you walk into a room and you can't put your finger on it, but someone comes in and you just, your stomach turns over literally that feeling of your stomach gut feeling something's really wrong, you're having a neurological response in your gut biome, in your microbiome, and it's telling your brain to be afraid. Wow. Now this totally, why people you've known all your life that have gut problems? Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Now we know more than ever, this is someone who's Worst case scenario, somebody's being abused at home and they go to the doctor. My stomach hurts all the time. Well, how, what, what yes. are you eating? I don't know. I'm eating A, B, and C. Are you getting exercise? Yes. No one thinks to say, um, are you under financial stress? Uh, are you having uh, uh, problems, uh, domestic abuse? Or are you having med- other medical issues that you're not telling me about? Because people have drug addictions or Somewhere, somehow, someone might have said, you know, when your left ankle hurts, you have this disease and a person's frightened and they won't go to the doctor and say, my left ankle hurts, but they'll go to the doctor and say, my stomach hurts. Yes. You know, and And a thorough physician will say, will ask these questions. Did anything change in your life? Are you have, are you having, no one wants to tell anyone they're going bankrupt. No one wants to say their spouse is beating them up. No one wants to say they're, they're, they're so angry at their mother and father, they can't see straight. People don't come up. And these are the things that upset the microbiome, which in turn uh, tells the brain you're having a problem and the brain reacts by giving you a stomach ache, heart disease. I even think, and someone's probably gonna call me out on this. I think things like arthritis and degenerative diseases also are born out of this. Pat, I'm going to tell you this. I so agree with you. You know, it's kind of, I always say it's the domino theory in everything. I mean, it's like one domino, the domino hits the other domino. It's one of those things that people build. Well, when you get a little older, I look back and it's kind of like the rings on a tree. If that's a better analogy, I can see where I made decisions in life that I'm paying for now. 
Do you know what I mean? Good ones Absolutely. and bad ones. And, but I've never had stomach problems ever in my life. Okay. Just have it. Um, but everything you're talking about, but I know when people, and Cindy was one of them who found out that when she quit eating gluten, okay, her stomach aches went away. Now, I have a friend who always says, oh, I think all this stuff about gluten-free is bullshit. I said, yeah. it's not bullshit. But look at the different ways that gluten is in our diet now compared to when people say, oh, but people have been eating bread for a thousand years. But that wheat wasn't grown on a That's polluted correct. planet or what that, that bread wasn't treated to stay on a shelf for 15 days in a grocery store. So... When people say stuff to me, I mean, it's kind of like, I've always felt this way and I totally understand what you're saying because why is cancer just epidemic in our, in our society now more than ever and dementia? Well, you know, it's coming from the food we eat and how our guts so are So it's interesting you're saying that because the food, the foods we, for sure, the foods we eat. But what's even more fascinating, and I'm going to walk you through a couple of talking points and then. Please Good, jump please. in or ask questions as you need. Um, so the brain is fed by the gut and how well our nutrition is absorbed in the GI tract will play a role in your cognition. So we, again, we call it the intestinal flora. It influences your digestion, your immune system, your mood, your cognitive function, and your metabolic rate. Um, and even the way that you age. So people who are very heavy, a lot of people will say, um, and I talk to family members about it all the time, I just can't lose weight. There's an inflammation markers going on. And if your microbiome is off, your body's going to become an inflammation responds to injury. So an injured microbiome or injured intestinal flora, injured means there's not enough to help you and protect you. What happens is your body becomes inflamed, your functions are not at optimal level, and your brain becomes fuzzy. So here you are saying, you know, I just can't think straight and I keep forgetting things. And I'm, you may not be visibly heavy, but you're having severe inflammation going on in the GI tract. And it's actually not signaling your brain clearly like the way it would if your microbiome is healthy. The other thing it does, I'm going to oh walk you through that in even more detail. It helps you digest your food. So there's digestive enzymes. Um, I can spend, uh, hours on that one, starting in the mouth. <laughs> and the technical term is amylase and it's a digestive enzyme. So when you put bread in your mouth, the saliva acts immediately and starts to break it down. And then it goes down your esophagus. Your esophagus only functions to actually just push the food into your stomach. Your stomach releases enzymes that break up protein, fat, and carbohydrate and vitamins into tiny little nutrients. It makes its way into the intestine and that's where it all gets absorbed. If your flora is off kilter or it's not healthy, or you have missing chunks of it, diverticulitis, irritable bowel syndrome, gluten-free disease, uh, gluten uh, sensitivity disease, the nutrients are not getting in and your brain is missing out on those necessary nutrients to function. You're starving, You're starving, your, starving brain. your brain. So you could have all the oxygen in the world and be taking deep breaths and going for a run and eating bananas in the morning. But if you're not really paying attention to keeping your microbiome healthy, it's going to wreak havoc all over the whole body. Now, let me explain how the microbiome influences your mental health. 
The brain and the gut, like I alluded to earlier, are connected by the vagus nerve. It's an anterior nervous system that that is just constantly reacting um, in your body. And it's actually an axis. It's a gut-brain relationship that's always there. It's involuntary and it's always happening. Your, um, your gut micro, it's called the microbiome, but there's a couple of different terms. Your gut microbiota would be another term. It'll constantly be communicating with your central nervous system at all times so that your body stands upright, your arms work, everything that this is such a critical uh, communication center for your body. The right bacteria, the positive bacteria that's helping absorb your nutrients and regulating your hormones, so everything's going to where it's supposed to be going, will actually enhance your response or improve your response to stress, anxiety, and will even regulate your memory. And I sit here and I'm astounded. It's a whole, it's like we discovered a whole nother organ in the body. And yet, Pat, here's the thing. Do most people understand this? I'm sure they don't. So see, if you don't understand nutrients, you know, this is, and what you were talking about, just to say, most, my mother was not a nutritionist, but she, she, you know, and it was the old food pyramid, but my mother used to say, eat everything in moderation. She didn't let us have a lot of sugar as kids. We had to eat whole wheat in those days. It was, we ate uh, so many vegetables, sure. so much mm -hmm. protein. But the reason I start to say that is, so as our society's changed and all people are doing is eating fast food and no one even knows what nutrients are anymore or about their, their gut health or the flora in their gut, no wonder we're obese and so unhealthy. I, I want to add in something that plays a huge role in this and we heard it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. We've heard this it. and even my professors in the 80s were talking about this is... Um, the way, where, when, and how you eat plays a huge role in your wellness. And we've known this for a long time, but the research I'm doing now, which is so extraordinary to me, is that I wanna talk for a second about hormones and receptors. So oh. what research is now showing in these studies is that gut bacteria influences your serotonin and your dopamine production. So that may not, that might be, medical terminology, but serotonin doesn't just make you feel happy. It aids in your digestion. So we always think mm -hmm. if you eat um, a lot of turkey on Thanksgiving and you uh, eat tryptophan as the amino acid in the turkey, and then it turns into serotonin in the brain and it makes you happy and calm and sleepy and it's good for you. But the interesting thing is it, it not just it also aids in the biome in making sure your digestion is maximized. So if your gut biome is not healthy, that proper happy, sleepy, relaxant effect is not happening in your brain either. So your stomach hurts and your angst and you're not sleeping well and your memory is fuzzy. Do you see the domino effect that this has in every aspect of your body? No, you know what? This is amazing to me, Pat, that it took me, I mean, and I was a chef, of course, chefs know nothing about nutrition unless someone points it out to them. Do you know what I mean? I've told you this before, when I got to culinary school and I'm thinking balanced menus right. and balanced 
food in which, and when I was in catering, I used to always say, it doesn't matter if they'd asked for it or not. I put a crudite right. and a fruit platter on every single party that I ever gave. And I, and sometimes they, I wasn't getting paid for it, but I used to say, somebody's not going to want to eat all That's that cheese. Right. Someone needs to have something clean in their mouth to either finish, start or finish the, um, and people say, oh, that's not true. So, and chefs know nothing about, most chefs know nothing about nutrition, but I don't feel like doctors know, are, are, I've been to internists and GI specialists all my life. No one ever talked to me about my gut health, ever. Why is that? They didn't know. It used to be that you just ate yogurt because it contained naturally occurring uh, bacteria in, in yes. the yogurt and certain dairy products. And that we used to say that, you know, if you're going to have an antibiotic to eat that. I also yes. want to point out to you, this is, uh, and I mentioned infl inflammation and I, I mentioned absorption. Micro, the microbiome and the flora within that is also responsible for controlling your metabolism and your nutrient storage. Why is this important? We hear, uh, let's, let's, particularly with athletes, and even this whole mentality is changing of eating three big bowls of pasta the night before an event, and your liver will store yes. all that carbohydrate, and the next day it'll release it as you need it. So here's the, here's the medical terminology. So you eat the, you eat the, um, the carbohydrate, whether it's in the form of plants, vegetables, bread, or even fast food, gets metabolized in your body. What you don't use gets stored in the liver and in the muscles. And so the next day you go out and do some giant athletic feat, the uh, carbohydrate and energy that was stored in your muscles, in your legs, you've used them all up and now it's gonna go to the liver. So you have about a 12 hour storage capacity this is an optimal nutrition and optimal wellness. Well, what we're finding, if your microbiome is not in good shape, you're not going to store those nutrients in the first place. So where does that play a role? That play a, plays a role in aging and illness and exhaustion. And you might sit down, you and your spouse are having a great meal and you're having a great time and you're eating and you're healthy, but something happens the next day or you have an emergency uh, and you can't get to healthy food, or you have a work day, a 12 hour long work day, and you're just shoving whatever is sitting there around you, you're inflaming your gut microbiome. And ultimately what ends up happening is you are no longer metabolizing your nutrients properly, nor are you storing them. So let's say, and I hope this doesn't happen to anyone, you develop an illness, even something as simple as a flu. Do you see why people die from these very, very lightweight illnesses, if you will, because they've been, for the longest stretch of time, they've not been maintaining a healthy flora. I know, I never knew any of this either, Denise. It's, I'm as speechless as you are, and I'm telling you the information. It's stunning. So your immune system is compromised. Always, always compromised the bad micro, in a, in a situation. Without being ill. That's right. So in this time that we're coming out of, of a pandemic of COVID, I have to ask a layman's question, but is that why now every store is selling probiotics yes. and yes. getting people to take a probiotic? Exactly right. Okay. So I have friends, I've started taking one in the last year, but again, and I, and I know that I have just, I'm healthier. I know it from, and this is the most, 
There is no way to say it. Cindy and I talk about it privately because, and Oprah, of course, made a whole career yes. with Dr. Oz talking about yes. poop. Okay. Now, and that's a strong word. And Cindy, you may not entitle this podcast, Pat, Poop, and Denise's Obsession with Poop. You may not. But I've been taking, I just started taking a probiotic on because I was reading about it. I've never had stomach problems. I'm healthier now, Pat, because I've said in, in previous podcasts, I've been, I've had time to take better care of myself and I'm making a conscious effort to take better care of myself because I'm aging. (laughs) But here's the thing. I know that people take probiotics because they've seen it on a TV commercial. And before I was doing it, I'd say to them, now, why do you take a probiotic? They didn't even know why they're taking the probiotic, which is, I'm just saying, so, so much of what you're saying, people have no idea. That's all I'm trying to and say. And the, the, the science people- has been emerging and people are talking about it. And here's what, um, we had a poop conversation last year, I think, didn't we? When we did, yeah. You know and what? What, what, I'll tell you what it is. You need to be making an enormous amount of poop every day because you want it out of your body. Yeah. So any yeah. toxin that yeah. sits around and hangs around is not good for you, which will also have a deleterious effect on your flora. You're probably the only friend that I think still looks pretty saying intestines and poop. I just want you you. to know that, Patricia. Sometimes, you know, seriously, other than Cindy and my sisters, of course, there's an enormous amount of fascination with my sisters and self-talk about poop also. But that's yes. for another day. Now, you're right. It's toxins. You have to really- have to get you it out of your body. Really- mm-hmm. And uh, what what is very, very interesting to me that is being studied now is we know the stress response has a very, very bad effect on the body. But what the stress response and anxiety does, it immobilizes you with fear. Anyone who's had a panic attack or feels anxious understands that. When you get into that mode and you're starting to shut down, you're actually shutting down your systems because you've, you, you transcend that um, sense of, oh, I have a bad feeling in my, in my gut right now. You walk into a room and you feel unsafe or you don't feel good about yourself around certain people. You know, you walk and you, you, you get around certain people and all of a sudden there's this, it's almost like those proverbial invisible daggers are coming at you. That is actually your system, your flora and your system are communicating saying, this is not safe for our body. This is not healthy for our body. We need to get out of here. It's amazing. If you feel trapped in a situation, you should go take a walk. That's right. Now, give us just two or three tips of how to improve our gut health. Yeah. um, So I always, what I'd like to say is, uh, you know, we're going to run out of time. We'll be here all afternoon if I continue to talk. Oh, you're going to come back. You're going to come back and pay attention to the food that you consume every day. So, uh, you know, looking for nutrient rich, obviously, Uh, vitamins, minerals, fiber, and other nutrients that, you know, we talk about what we need. Um, can be lowering calories. So to get, you know, the, the staples in your diet should always be vegetables, fruit, 
eating a wide variety of brightly colored produce. This is sort of nutrition 101. It kind of comes full circle. You know, the richer the level, the richer the color of the item, the higher the phytonutrient in it. So uh, the color pigment is where the nutritional value lies. So green leaves, yellow, orange, and red vegetables, fruits, tons and tons of beans, if you can tolerate them, and citrus fruits are all kind of the basic those are, are, are what I want you to, to uh, pay attention to and, and lots of water. Um, all the unrefined whole grains, the, um, the wild rices, the um, quinoa, the, uh, um, um, any of those grains that brown rice, um, if you can tolerate it. In terms of bread, you know, always opt for the more, more whole wheat, high grain. And if you can't tolerate it, that's fine. Emphasizing fats from healthy sources such as eggs, low fat cheese, vegetable oils, nuts, olives, dairy products. You know, we don't think how healthy something like olives are for us. Uh, you know, just throw it on top of your salad, cucumbers, what I call the water-based vegetables. Um, eating fish a couple times a week is very helpful. If you don't like fish, um, you can still get your protein from other sources like chicken, meat, soybeans, fermented soybeans are one of the best sources of uh, fermented foods, sauerkraut, and these all really, and yogurt, of course, really, really enhance um, the digestive system. And last but not least, tons and tons of hydration. You know, seeds and nuts, uh, barring any um, digestive issues you might have with those, um, they really, really help clean that system out and clean it out. Now, here's something I heard a tip from a friend of mine, and we all know this. We are told to chew our food, sit at the table, relax, set your table nicely so you feel good about what you're eating. And she said, try it sometime. Try to chew every bite 40 times. Wow. I know. It sounds like a lot. Um, I'd go for 20 to start, but sit and chew your food. So put a piece of food in your mouth, chew it till it's finely ground, and then swallow it. And you won't have giant chunks, chunks of food struggling to be digested in your stomach. You're making your stomach work that much harder if you're shoveling food in and you're swallowing things whole, or you're taking a big bite and you're just gulping it down. Same with your water, same with your glass of wine. Slow, try to eat slowly. Um, the, this is it will relax advice. your digestive system and you will have less of a response. You'll be less stressed when you eat. Um, your body will take the time it needs to absorb it. So dinner, old school dinner time is really a valuable thing that nobody does anymore. My husband and I try to sit down and have dinner together as often as we can. And uh, sometimes we'll take a bowl of soup and sit in front of the TV. But more often than not, we say, let's sit down and let's eat first get ourselves full. And then if we want to have a glass of wine or relax afterwards, we'll do so. But slow, slow eating really, really helps. Lots of chewing, swallowing, and try to stay away from the stimulants while you're eating. Okay. I'm going to make myself a note that says, Denise, I want you to eat more slowly because Pat, I eat too quickly, have all my life. I mean, my, my, I, like someone was gonna steal mm -hmm. it off my plate and I 
still do. Actually, in my house, and my husband eats more slowly, and I sit at the table with him, and I've already finished my meal. So now I'm going to think eat slowly because I usually eat like I'm in prison, that I'm a convict, and someone's going to steal my food. I think that came from years and years of, I remember being in a kitchen, and 12 hours later, I haven't eaten. I'm standing over the sink, shoving something in my mouth to give myself whatever boost of energy I need for the next 12 hours. Uh, I think that's a learned habit from that industry. Yeah. In the 30 years that I worked in kitchens, uh, people say, I can't believe you set your table with china and stuff every day. I ate over garbage cans. So I was giving some of the world's most famous parties, movie stars, Prince Charles, everybody in the world, and I've Mm -hmm. eaten my food over a garbage can. And when I look back at it, it it was horrible, okay? So luckily when Cindy came to work for me, we started sitting down every day and having lunch together, which, and it was only for 25 minutes, 20 minutes in the most, but it finally, uh, otherwise I had really moved to the animal stage. Yes, absolutely. And that's the other thing about the acronym HALT, don't allow yourself to get too hungry, too angry, too lonely and too tired because all those things cause you to eat very badly or eat very quickly. Oh, no, I haven't heard that before. Okay, that's mm-hmm. excellent. Well, that's just excellent, Ben. As always, you are, see, I, you are a fan Thank of information, you. but maybe what you really are is you're the fountain <laughs> of youth. Thank you. Maybe you are, maybe I am Ponce de Leon finding the fount of youth because of you. Halt. Okay, that's a good one, Pat. Thank you. But also, I'm just, I may have to put a little note on my own t-shirt that says, Denise, please eat more. Tell Denise, like when you teachers used to, tell Denise to eat more slowly, if besides everything else, because now I know about my, of course, I can't really pronounce it. Microbiome. Microbiome. I'm turning, Cindy knows I turn words around. So now I'm thinking of it as my biodome. There you go. There's your biodome or there's your, your. Your own personal, your own personal bacteria. Yeah. Thank you so much, Pat. Thank you. Thank you, Cindy. Thank you for being here also and always supporting us in these wonderful conversations. Absolutely. And madam, your book is called Eat Well, Live Well, Age Well. It's on Amazon by Patricia Greenberg. You can also contact me at thefitnessgourmet.com or eatwelllivewellagewell.com. It's just, honey, it's so... I'm so glad, Pat, that you decided to do this because you have benefited, I mean, selfishly me, but so many people. I know how much, how important this information is and uh, no time Absolutely, like absolutely. All right, ladies, have a wonderful day. Take care of yourselves, healthy, healthy, happy eating and living and aging. That's what all I want for you. You know what? We have to enjoy every day. If people want to contact Cindy and I, email us at womenbeyond at icloud.com. Everybody knows Cindy is the only person who takes complaints. Okay. And and she doesn't mind. Okay. Oh, that might be a lie. Never mind. Live the best way you can. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, Cindy. You're welcome. Take care, ladies. Take care of yourself and happy, happy 2022. You got it. Bye. Bye.